Blog Talk Radio. What's up, Baltimore? Somebody make some noise in here tonight. We come to praise one God, one name, and it's worthy of all our praise. Come on and help me praise Him. Yeah. One God, one name, one worthy 
of our praise. And certainly on this Saturday afternoon, we give God glory. We give God honor. We give him praise. We bless his name for he is worthy to be praised. Good afternoon. God bless you and greetings to all of our listeners. You are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. And we want you to know that we don't own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today, but we pray that is a blessing to each and every one of you. And that first selection we just started off with, Morette Brown Clark, One God, One Name. And certainly uh, we rejoice today in the God of our salvation. It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His compassion, they fail not. Great is God's faithfulness towards us for allowing us to be in the land of the living to see another day. Welcome, welcome, welcome again to Global Gospel. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Log on, www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We also want you to reach out to us on social media. We are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we are on Tumblr. And if your family and friends and neighbors and yourself, if you connect with our Facebook page, which is Global Gospel, our Tumblr page, which is Global Gospel, or our Twitter page, which is Global Gospel, there is a direct link to this episode and all of our other episodes as well. All of our shows are archived, so you can listen in at any time, and including this episode immediately following at the 2 p.m. hour. Again, thank you for sharing with us today. Uh, we want you to know if you want to reach out to Global Gospel, you can reach us at P.O. Box. Five three three one, and that is Hempstead, New York one one five five zero. So please uh, reach out to uh, us in uh, if you have a, a question, comment, or concern. Or if you would like to email us, you can email globalgospel17 at gmail.com. And certainly we will be delighted to hear from you, you, and you. We want to shout out all of our listeners around around the world. We uh, shout out to uh, Reverend uh, James Furman, First Lady Sheila Furman. Uh, shout out to the Norman family, the Townsend family, Stevenson family, Hernandez family, uh, Cox family. Uh, to all of you, our listeners in New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Connecticut, Maryland, uh, California, um, Illinois, uh, thank God for you, you and you. We pray God's continued blessings upon your life. Also, shout out to those that are listening around the world, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia. Uh, thank God, South America, uh, Canada. Thank God for those of you that continue to listen in each week. We pray that an encouraging word is said. We do want you to call in uh, later and uh, speak with our guests. Our number is 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800, and you can call in live and speak to our guests. Uh, well, for those of you that have tuned in for the first time, I just want you to know who some of our sponsors are. Uh, MPT Enterprise, Abyssinia, Third Lounge, and the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, LLC. Thank you for all of you, uh, those that are behind the scenes, Brother Marlon, Brother Ryan, uh, Sister Carter, thank God for you, you, and you that all make this possible. For those of you that are tuning in for the first time, our theme scripture here comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3, and it simply says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, 
should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord. And so we want you to know that we came with the gospel, which is the good news and glad tidings of Jesus. We want you to know that Christ, he lived, he died, he was buried, and he rose with all power in his hand with victory over death, hell, and the grave, so that you and I might have abundant life. And certainly the gospel is for the rich, the poor, the black, the white, uh, for those that are in need, those that are down and out, those that are oppressed, those that are suicidal. The gospel is here to make you whole on today. And so we thank God for those of you that are listening in. We pray that someone is blessed on today. Also, shout out to uh, uh, Nancy, uh, our co-worker, and shout out to Sal and to all of you that are uh, listening in as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, as you know, each week we do have a uh, special guest uh, that shares with us, and certainly that person will be sharing with us in just a few uh, moments. And so we want you to uh, get settled so you can listen attentively what is being said on today. So we, with that being said, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will be hearing from our guest. The selection of choice uh, for our guest today is be good, and so we invite you all to be good and listen attentively. Stay tuned. Her name, and I sing my lion song and brush my mane. She would, and she could, so she pulled my lion's tail and caused me pain. Lions are made for cages Just to look at in delight You dare not let them walk around Cause they might just bite She knows what she does When she dances around my cage And says her name Be good, be good I cut my mane And I would If I could But that woman treats me the same She said lions are made For cages Just to look at and When she dances around my cage. <laughs> 
be good is her name I sing my lion song Brush my mane And she would if she could So she pulled my lion's tail Again, for you, those of you that just tuned in, this is Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Uh, our call-in number, 619-924-0800. Please uh, get that ready to call in and speak with us or listen in. Again, shout-out to everyone that is listening, my Natali family, Connie and Brandon as well. Eat good. Is what you hear, Gregory Porter. Good afternoon, special guest. How are you? Good afternoon, Reverend Townsend. I'm good, thank you. Well, we are excited uh, that you are here, uh, able to take time out of your busy schedule to share with us today. And um, many of those may not recognize your celebrity voice. Uh, Tell our listeners uh, who you are. Okay, I am Simone Robinson Ross. I am a wife, a mother uh, to a soon-to-be college grad and a mother to a soon-to-be high school freshman. Um, I'm a New York City City educator. I work for the Department of Education and have uh, been with them for the last six years. I'm also a business owner. I own two child-focused businesses um, and also an author, a co-author of a book that was released in 2019 for um, women pursuing their business dreams. Awesome. And so we thought of no better way to start off Women's History Month uh, than to start off with such an accomplished individual as yourself, Simone Robinson Ross. Be Good is uh, what we are listening to. And before we go into all those things, Tell us a little bit about Be Good. Um, So I started listening to Gregory Porter, I want to say maybe two or three years ago. And his music is so different than what's on the radio. Um, I mean, I I appreciate the instruments and I appreciate the jazz, but his music is really just about empowerment and what you're deserving of. And so I thought Be Good was the perfect song to um, kind of lead us into the conversation today because we, I guess we kind of fall into the trap of what society thinks we're owed or what society thinks we deserve. And so the song was just, no, you're so much bigger than that and you're more than that. And so you're deserving of so much more. And I just love, I just love that song. Awesome. Uh, Yes. uh, That is, uh, good that we um sometimes we have to step out of the box um because there's a message and things that uh we don't uh aren't familiar in listening to and so that's mm-hmm. important that we uh open and broaden our horizons and appreciate music uh because yeah. someone said music is the universal language yeah, so you have such a busy uh, schedule and um <laughs> you, you you're a lot of uh Things to a lot of people. So um, let's start out. Uh, so you are an educator. I am. <laughs> which came first, the educator, the author, the entrepreneur? Who came first? The entrepreneur came first. Um, okay. So in 2007, I have my I had my son, and I wanted to be able to um, have the flexibility to spend more time with him. And, you know, be able to stay home. And so I decided to open up a child care center. And that was great. I had that for about 10 years. And in the midst of that um, came another business idea, which um, is Little Tux and Tiara's Event Sitters, where we provide on-site child care for special events and corporate events. 
Mm-hmm. So um, that was the second business. And it's just kind of taken off from there. I come up with a lot of ideas. Sometimes my husband has to tell me to, you know, pump my brakes because <laughs> I can't do everything. But um, that's where the, the entrepreneurial spirit came from, was working with kids in the daycare. Okay. And so um, was now, was that something that um, you were a little apprehensive about or you were like full charge ahead? With starting the, the child care center? Yes, yes. I was full charge ahead. Um, I okay. knew that I wanted to be more available to my kids. Mm-hmm. So that was the one way that I would still be able to contribute um, and still be involved with them, be involved with school, and, you know, just be able to take care of my my children and my husband, my household. So I look forward to that. And um, the process alone was exciting, you know, because okay. it was something that I was building. Um, I don't want to say I was solely building it on my own because I definitely had the support of my family, but I was building something for myself. And, and that gave me a lot of energy. I, I enjoyed the challenge. Awesome. So uh, you are a uh, child care provider as well, an entrepreneur, and that takes a lot of um, tenacity. It takes a lot of strength to uh, step out and do something that uh, has not been done before. It's easy to put your resume out and look for a job, but if you're creating uh, a employment uh, for yourself, it can be a little challenging at times. So uh, absolutely. Yeah. We applaud you for stepping out uh, on uh, making that leap of faith. So, uh, so now you're a childcare provider. You're a mother. You're a wife. You're busy. I'm now busy. what? <laughs> um, so then, um, my my father passed away in 2015, and um, running the daycare was something that we enjoyed doing together. So it was kind of difficult, just emotionally, to continue with that. So I had to you know, scale that back. And then I decided to still stay in um, the lives of children, but just in a different capacity. And so then I became an educator in the Department of Education on the high school level. <laughs> so I went from working with elementary school kids to high school kids. Mm-hmm. And and I've been with the, um, the DOE for six years, and I absolutely love it. Um, I don't think I would trade that. I, I, it's a totally different experience working with teenagers. You learn a lot about yourself doing that, especially and you in learn, time. You learn a lot about them as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely, because I, I can tell you I went in to it with a different mindset. I mean, I thought I knew what I needed to know about kids <laughs> and teenagers, and they teach me every day that I'm – sometimes wrong. So um, I love it. I I absolutely love it. I love working with the students. I love working with the parents. And um, so that's the nine to five. Okay. And, and it, and it's always um, when you work with young people on any age level, they always say things and do things that surprise you. And then you have to realize that no matter how small or large the age difference is, there's definitely a change in the times, you know, even from one year to the next. Absolutely. I mean, I, like I said, I thought I went in knowing, okay, I'm a, I'm a mother, I'm older, you know, I, I know everything. And <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not, it's definitely not the case. You know, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot of patience and you kind of check, um, check yourself on some of your biases also, because, Again, we, we come from different areas. We come from different backgrounds. And it helps you to, you know, kind of put yourself in their shoes and just realize we're not that different. Right. And certainly um, being in education will actually, uh, well, anytime you work with people, uh, it will change your perspective on, on life itself um, because so many people, like you said, have so many different backgrounds and some people are not as fortunate as others. And some things that we think should be um, a basic part of upbringing, so many people don't have that. So many people don't have, and uh, they don't have love. They don't have attention. 
less more resources. Um, so I think that's an awesome job that you are contributing to the world um, by being an educator. And if that wasn't enough on your plate, because <laughs> I, like I always tell everybody, I only have 24 hours in my day, 24 hours and seven days in the week. week. So um, that wasn't enough. So there was more that you felt compelled to do. Right. So um, I volunteer a lot, right? That's something that my parents instilled in me from a very young age. So I volunteer a lot. And I work with an organization called Cedarmore, the Cedarmore Foundation. They're based okay. in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, I, it was purely by accident that I even found them. I went to an event that they had with my daughter years ago. And it was phenomenal. It was called Girls Talk. And it was phenomenal. And I said, I have to be a part of this. It was just so amazing. So I that Monday morning, I emailed the organizer and I said, tell me how I can get involved. And I think my daughter was 11 or 12 at the time. She's now 21. So I've been with them for a very long time. And one of the organizers said to me, you know, you are so involved with kids and you run your business. Can you teach the kids at one of the um, events that we have, how to start their own business. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, I don't do public speaking. That's not my thing. I'm, I'm the behind the scenes person. And so she kind of encouraged me and motivated me to do this. And then I realized I could, there are a lot of kids who have a lot of ideas and maybe their parents aren't familiar with the process, mm-hmm. but I am. So why not teach them? what I know, you know, and how to avoid some of the mistakes that I came upon throughout my process. And so that was the start of the lemonade stand, which is where I run workshops and I teach young children how to own their own businesses. Wow. Awesome. So the lemonade stand, that's, that's very interesting. Tell us a little bit more about that. So I named it. How, the how lemonade... do we get that name? Okay. <laughs> So I named it the Lemonade Stand because I figured that's probably the first business that most kids ever opened up, right? We we get this idea that we're going to sell lemonade on the front lawn for 25 cents a cup. And you don't think of it as a business. For you, it's just fun. You're making a couple of dollars and you're making lemonade. But it's a it's an actual business that you're running for that day or that summer or whatever. And so I wanted something. I wanted to name it something that I felt the kids would think was cute and they could connect to. And realize that you're building a business, even though it's as basic as a lemonade stand, it can be so much more than that. So I teach the kids how to make their lemonade stand different from the other person's. What are you offering that's different? What experience are you going to offer that's different? How is yours going to taste different from the other? And that's pretty much what business is. How is this hair salon different from the other hair salon? How is this McDonald's going to, or this, fast food restaurant going to differ from the other one and I get them to start thinking in terms of that so it's it's a small thing but they realize they're learning really big tools in the process wow that's a very uh, unique and ingenious way of uh, presenting uh, business to uh, young people and certainly helping them to explore their options at a younger age many of us find out later in life um, that we are not particularly cut out for a traditional type of employment. And so True. it's important that we uh, create generational wealth. And it's important that we create our own multiple uh, streams of income, which yes. uh, is something that is so important in today's world and economy because um, the truth of the matter is you could spend your whole life at a place working, and then they close down, and then now what? I'm suddenly displaced, and I don't know what to do, and I don't know what other skills I have. So it's important that you're teaching life skills as well, correct? Yes, correct. So, um, Lemonade Stand, Mm -hmm. and then, and I'm I'm building here. (laughs) We're building. So now we have a lemonade stand, we have Cedarmore, we have an educator, wife, mother. Now, what comes next? Um, well, well, I co-authored the book, um, Soaring Beyond the 9 to 5. That was released in 2019. 
And um, there were about 10 other women who were a part of the project. And it was basically us telling our experience on entrepreneurship and our process and our, our challenges. Um, the chapter that I contributed to was called Designing Your Destiny because I feel like everything that happens to us happens for a reason and it sets us up on the journey and it gets us prepared for what's about to happen. So I wrote about my process in terms of getting the daycare started as well as um, the event sitting business started and just the different um, pushbacks that I had and the obstacles I had to overcome and how, you know, we, we shouldn't overlook those things. They're happening for a reason. They're happening to teach us a lesson and to make us stronger. Um, so that was it. So now, uh, you know, I had a little tux and tiaras unfortunately has been, you know, kind of on hold because of COVID. So we have not been able to do um, in-person events because mm-hmm. we're accustomed to going to like corporate events, conferences, weddings, and of course, you know, those things aren't happening right now. That's kind of been put on hold, but the lemonade stand is fine because we're able to still do online events and, and speaking engagements. So, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to getting past COVID and getting back to working with kids because that's what I enjoy doing. Um, that is awesome. And um, just to uh, go back, you mentioned um, destiny and the journey. And mm-hmm. perhaps what would your word of advice be to someone today that might be listening that they're uncertain about what their destiny is, they're a little tired with their journey? What would you say to that person? I would say don't give up. I mean, I know, you know, that's so cliche. Everybody says that. But I really mean, I really believe that. Because if I listen to a lot of the naysayers or the people who just didn't understand my vision, I wouldn't be here talking to you today. So I feel if it's something that that I feel in my heart is worth it and I feel you know, very passionate about it and this is my vision, then it's up to me to make sure that I give it all that I possibly can. Now, of course, there, there comes a point where if it's just not working, it's just not working. Maybe you have to pivot. Maybe you have to figure out an, another way to have the vision come through. But giving up, by giving up, you don't know what could have been. And so I, you know, rather than living with regret, I just say, Keep working at whatever it is that goal is or your or your vision is. Awesome. Well said. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think uh, we are almost at the uh, halfway point. So we are going to uh, take a break. And for those of you that have just tuned in, uh, Simone Robinson-Ross is our guest for today. And we've been talking about entrepreneurship, lemonade stands, destinies, and journeys. And so um, what we're going to do is after break, uh, we are going to talk a little more about our theme for today. I know you're waiting to get to that, developing an abundance mindset and kids during COVID. So our number, you may have a a question about uh, starting your own business or how uh, you can uh, be involved in the lemonade stand or Cedarmore or, you know, just uh, having someone... uh, come to your event. Uh, so our number in studio is 619-924-0800. And we're going to break uh, Desire of My Heart, Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, I love you. And then I said, you are the desire of my I love you. It it got real personal then. I said, I love you. I didn't care if it was five o'clock in the morning. I said, I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Desire, hallelujah, of 
of our heart if we uh, stay the course on our journey. And we're back with Simone Robinson Ross developing an abundance mindset in kids during COVID. Tell our listeners about that. All right. So first, let me um, just explain what is an abundance mindset, because I've said that before and a few people, they don't know what that means. So Having an abundance mindset is believing that there's more for you and believing that you're deserving of that more, whatever the more is. So whether it's wealth, whether it's better health, whether it's more knowledge, we're all deserving of that. So I feel like the kids, um, actually, we're like one week away from the anniversary of like our, our, all of our lives totally changing. Um, because I feel like it was like March 14th or March 17th that everything shut down last year. And so these kids have been put in a position where um, they want to do things and they want to live and they're just not able to, and they feel like they have no control over that. And so I feel like the kids are, you know, getting a little hopeless. They're feeling hopeless and I need them to understand that, that doesn't have to be the case. You know, we, we can't do certain things, but there are still a whole lot of other things that are available to us. Okay. And so um, are you uh, doing uh, a lot of more remote uh, learning uh, with your students or in person? So we started out the school year doing like a blended, um, you know, some kids who, chose to be fully remote, could have stayed remote. And then there were some kids who did part of the week in school and part of the week at home. And then um, by mid-November, we were shut down again. And so yeah. high school has not reopened as of yet. The elementary schools and the city and the middle schools in the city have reopened, but not high school. So again, they're still at home, you know, just limited to their computers. Right. And, and you know, not um, a lot of people um, in, in church, people talk about, okay, how the pastor feels um, that he can't, uh, you know, associate with his membership. The membership can't associate with their pastor. And so mm -hmm. in school, okay, the teacher can't connect in the same way with their student and the student cannot connect with their teacher. And so from an educator's Point of view has that been difficult would you say it's very difficult you know there are a lot of kids who look forward to the relationships that they have with the students and staff at their schools. it's more than just coming to school and just taking a class there are there are relationships there are bonds that take place in school and mm -hmm. and then you know to be honest there's some of the kids who they're, they don't have the ideal, an ideal home situation. So they look mm -hmm. forward to going to that school building. And so when they don't have it, you know, again, they're stuck. They're limited. And what can you do? What can you do as a child? But not having those relationships, it's really hard. And, you know, the Zoom, <laughs> Zoom is fine. And I think Zoom was fun in the beginning. But now I think everybody's a little exhausted. Right, right. It's just people are uh by nature we need to uh you know have a different kind of connection other than uh 
you know, over the phone or over the computer. Um, just just because of that, you just need that human touch sometimes. Absolutely. So, yeah. So um, it, I'm sure it is very difficult as well. Our listeners, 619-924-0800, we do want you to call in and give us a shout out. Uh, so you have a few minutes to do that. And so, Simone Robinson-Ross, I don't want to uh, let time get away from us uh, mm-hmm. before you uh, g- give some shout-outs uh, to uh, maybe some special people in your life. Um, okay, well, I guess I should shout-out my family. <laughs> my <husband. laughs> maybe, I don't know. That's okay. Listen, y'all can deal with that later. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't want to get myself in trouble. No, my husband, Colin Ross, um, he's an educator as well in Uniondale, Long Island. So he's he's been in the fight, <laughs> this fight, you know, trying to keep our kids well. Um, my kids, like I said, I have a, a daughter. She will be graduating from Howard University in May. My son's graduating from eighth grade and moving on to high school um, in the fall. To anybody who's listening, you know, I do have a lot of support. And I'm so appreciative of that. Um, I do want to say if we do have any um, moms or aunties or grandmas that are, that are listening and you want to get your young boys and girls involved, um, Cedarmore Foundation has a lot of great events that are coming up. We have a Girls Talk event coming up at the end of March. And the theme for that is STEM. And then in June, we have a Boys into Men um, program. But throughout the year, we have things that are available to um, the kids. And we just want to keep them um, hopeful and energetic and curious and healthy, healthy in, in mind, body, and spirit while we're going through this, this pandemic. Awesome. And I'm, I'm told that, um, I know you shouted out your family, but I'm told that is Mr. Ross, the that boss. That is Mr. Ross. Ross, the boss. Ross, the boss. Okay, that's what <laughs> that's what Marlon said. I don't know if everybody else says that as well, but you know. Well, it's on the back of a few of his sweatshirts, so uh, somebody's saying it. <laughs> okay. So, so we definitely want to shout out the boss. <laughs> Thank you, the boss. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So um, tell us, um, okay, you mentioned before about uh, co-authoring a book. Um, now tell us again the names of the books and how um, how they can uh, our listeners can obtain a copy of those books. Okay, so the book is called Soaring Beyond the Nine to Five for Women on the Rise, and they can go to um, my website to purchase the book, and it's Lil Tux and Tiara's Event Sitter. Dot com. Okay, awesome. And okay. Uh, for those listeners that are interested in connecting with um, Cedarmore, um, Cedarmore has a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page, and it's Cedarmore Foundation. They're located in Freeport, Long Island. So you can just type in "girls talk" and that's "girls" with a Z, talk. Either one of those names, and you'll be able to um, find the events that they have listed. Awesome. Thank you. And um, so, listeners, make sure um, that you, uh, any of those organizations for young young people, um, because um, certainly mindset is everything. And I always say United Negro College Fund had a commercial when I was growing up saying, mm-hmm. uh, what did they say, Miss uh, Ross? A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Right. So yeah. a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So we have to uh, definitely keep our mind occupied uh, with good things and positive things because the world presents a lot of negativity um, to our young people. And it's before them on television, on social media, mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, negativity. Uh, so we have to remain positive. And we have to remain focused, and certainly uh, we have to uh, keep the faith and certainly um, do what we can and do our part. Um, I am, we're going to take another break, but uh, we do want to give our listeners the opportunity to call in 619-924-0800, and certainly we'll make sure that we sponsor a book for um, 
someone. And uh, when we come back after break, 619-924-0800, we are going to kind of conclude everything for uh, the hour. And uh, Miss Simone M. Robinson Ross is going to uh, just give us a little encouragement to uh, go forward during this uh, pandemic and COVID season as we keep in mind that um, this is Women's History Month. Stay tuned. She stumbled through the tears that made her blind. She felt such pain. Some spoke in anger, heard folks whisper, there's no place here Through the shame that flushed her face Until at last she knelt before his feet And though she spoke no words Everything she said was her And she poured her love to the master From her box of on him like all from Mary Alabaster Don't be angry if I wash your feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair You weren't there To the sin that had me bound I spent my days Poured my life without measure Into a little treasure box I thought I We are back 619-924-0800 uh, It has been a pleasure uh, to share this Saturday afternoon uh, with Miss Ross, an educator, an author, an entrepreneur, a mother, a wife, uh, certainly a daughter, and um, the list could go on. Uh, but we uh, <laughs> need to all be encouraged in uh, this season and this time in history and life when so many people are giving up hope. Um, they're uh, losing the faith. Um, you need to know that there are resources available uh, to young people, that there are concerned and caring educators that are making a difference, that are using their gift that um, God gave them. And certainly we know that, um, as the song suggests, you don't know the cost of the oil. And certainly there is a cost. Uh, and a price to be paid for all of our success. And sometimes people, um, I don't want to sound cliche-ish, but the cliche is that uh, you see the glory, but you don't know my story. And certainly mm-hmm. we all have a story. Is that correct, Ms. Ross? That is true. We all do. Good and, and so bad. <laughs> out, yes, good and bad. And so out of um, something painful, and uh, you talked earlier about um, you lost your father, and so that was a turning point in your life, but I'm sure you refocus that grief and that pain, correct? Correct. Absolutely. Um, you, you have to, you know, you have to, um, actually I went 
from his example, you know, because he was, he was just a different kind of person. He was always in the community, always involved and, and had no problem talking to people and trying to see where he could help and make their day better. And so I decided that that was going to be my story. That was how my story was going to end. And I was going to do the exact same thing. And so in everything that I do, I try to make sure that I'm making someone's day or experience better. Awesome. Well said. Uh, so once again, to those of you that um, joined in, we also, I failed to mention that we are syndicated on Apple iTunes, um, Spotify, and uh, Google Play. So you can listen to all those uh, platforms uh, immediately following this episode. Uh, and you can hear this episode in its entirety, www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Again, we thank you, everyone, uh, for sharing with us on this Saturday afternoon. Be reminded uh, that we're here every Saturday uh, from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. And um, we thank you again for all of our um, sponsors, uh, for all of those that have shared uh, with us. Uh, so, Miss Ross, uh, what would you, how would you like to uh, conclude? Wait, I have a caller. Oh, okay. Caller? Hello? Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> yes. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm well you? in yourself. Oh, I'm talking to two different people. I'm good. Okay, who's calling? Hello? Okay, so <laughs> I I guess uh we had a little technical difficulty. Uh maybe that person okay. hopefully they will call back. Um but uh give us your uh concluding uh message in the meantime. Okay. So just I'm um, circling back to you know, helping the kids develop an abundance mindset. I would just um, leave you and the listeners with um, a few points. Celebrate wins. Helping your kids celebrate wins, wins even though they're at home and even though they're small. So even if it's, you know, they helped to make dinner, they had um, a good day at school, they had good grades or attendance or whatever it is, you know, boost them up and let them know that whatever they did was huge. Um, help them to focus on their opportunities instead of their obstacles. By doing that, it attracts more. It attracts more hope. It attracts, attracts more confidence and helps them in their relationships. And teach them to go beyond their limitations. Just because we're stuck at home does not mean that we can't still do great things at home. And also for parents and, and uh, children, Use the resources that are available to you. Reach out to the staff at the schools. Reach out to the people in the community and in the church. And the Internet is not just for videos. There are great things taking place on the Internet. There are a lot of free classes. If your kid's interested in cooking or the stock market or fitness, there are a lot of free things that are taking place where they can, you know, attend these things virtually and learn and make them better and feel more confident about themselves. And so they don't feel so, so trapped during this situation. So I just, you know, wanted to leave the listeners with that. It's, it's not hopeless. You know, we, we will survive this and we definitely have to make sure that the kids are okay at the end of this. Awesome. Uh, we, again, thank you for sharing with us. Um, we're going to conclude, uh, in prayer and, our, our last, um, Selection for oh wait, I think the caller is back. Yes, I am. I'm caller, <laughs> welcome. Hi, this is Sharifa. Hi, Sharifa. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm sorry about that. My phone died. <laughs> Technology. We understand. Would 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 you like uh would you like to uh, say something to our guest today, or are you just calling us to let us know that you're call, that you're listening? I'm just calling to let. I would comment, but I don't really know what I'm just here to listen. So um. okay. Well, thank you, and um, we want you to send uh, your uh, contact information to Global Gospel 
17 at gmail.com and we'll make sure that you receive an autographed copy of this uh, book that we discussed earlier. Okay, thank you. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Okay, we are going to uh, conclude. Uh, our closing song is Keeps Happening. Uh, Kiara Sheard, uh, we're going to pray first. Uh, would you like to pray or you want me to pray? You can pray, please. Okay. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you today for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy. We thank you for the opportunity to share with listeners around the world developing an abundant mindset, abundance mindset in kids during COVID. We thank you for uh, the life and um, the educator and the author that we find in the person of Simone uh, Robinson. We ask that you continue to bless her family, bless her, uh, the works of her hands and all her endeavors. God, we ask you to move by your spirit on today to all that are listening. We pray that someone has been uplifted, inspired, encouraged on today, God. We ask that you continue to touch, heal, deliver, save, and set free as only you can. We know that you're able to do all things but fail. You're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to your power that works within us. We ask you to keep us safe from the enemy and covered with your blood. This is our prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It keeps Amen. happening for me. Kiara shared, and that's the way I think we can sum up today's episode and uh, sum up Simone Robinson Ross. It keeps happening. It keeps happening it keeps for happening. her. Mm-hmm. And it can keep happening for you too if you trust and believe in the Lord. God bless you until next week. Destroying every
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 